Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Equality. Welcome back to Equality Time. Tea time. We hope you're having a fabulous day, morning, night, whenever you're listening to this. Yeah. I hope you're chilling. Hope you're chilling. <gasps> today we're, both we are... really tired. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm tired today, but that's okay. Today, we're going to talk about... Body positivity, do do body positivity. Yeah, Beach. Uh, today we're gonna talk about body positivity. Um, Woo. love yourself. And body related things. Ooh, yeah, love, love yourself. yourself. Ooh, <laughs> love everyone's body. Oh. <laughs> For all of you can't see, we were dancing. <laughs> it's a dance party. Always a dance party. Always, Always. a dance party. <laughs> anyway. All right, body positivity. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to start, really. Yeah. Well, first off, I mean, most people probably know what body image is, but basically body image is... How you view your own body in the mirror or in your mind, it can be either like how you feel about your physical appearance and how you think other people look at you and how you view yourself really affects everything and can affect like your mental health, obviously, I guess your physical health and like how you take care of yourself or if you take care of yourself even Mm -hmm. And, like, how you interact with other people. Like, it can give people anxiety and, like, not want to go out and be social. Sure. Body image plays a big role in people's lives. So that's kind of why we feel like we've got to talk about it. Yeah. Personally, I have body dysmorphia for sure. Um, Same. Doesn't everyone. that's always fun. Right? I feel like everyone does. Yeah. Um, I mean, Yeah. I think everyone does. I mean, if you don't know what body dysmorphia is, it's like a mental health disorder where you can't stop thinking about one or more defects or flaws in your appearance. So you're like, I mean, even if it like appears minor to like other people or they can't even see it, you're going to like feel so embarrassed about it and ashamed and anxious that like you avoid social situations Mm -hmm. and like it just gives you so many bad feelings. Towards yourself. Is that how you would describe it? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think body dysmorphia and just even if you don't use the terms body dysmorphia or anything like that, I think most people do deal with looking at themselves and their body mm-hmm. and see something on it that they don't like or uh, they don't they don't appreciate or they think looks bad or they think looks wrong or society tells them it's yeah. bad or society tells them it's wrong or there's no representation of you or lots of other people who might look like you as far as your hair what your hair looks like what your skin color is how big your thighs are how big your shoulders are how big anything is in your body or how small it is or how you know anything people no matter what size it is or where it is or what it is somebody can look at themselves and not like something about them and that is totally totally valid 
Yeah. And something we should talk about moving forward as a community about not being so harmful towards your body, but also outwardly towards other people's body. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. There's so we talk about this. It seems like every episode it comes up in some sort of way, but there's just an unattainable standard in the media for everything, like absolutely everything. But that. Yeah. That goes to beauty and body image as well. So. I mean, if you're surrounded by the stuff in the media, I mean, I don't know. It's all fucked. Anyways, (laughs) this article we found is called How Whiteness Killed the Body Positive Movement. This article was talking about how fat activism started in 1960s, growing in tandem with the movements for women liberation and black civil rights. It was... It's mm-hmm. it wasn't a coincidence that fat phobia is like the child of misog misogyny misogyny yeah yeah misogyny and racism and the patriarchy basically so when we were looking into all of this body image and like positivity stuff we were doing a bunch of research on you know the history and everything and personally I was surprised by how much race actually played a role in why this is such an issue today, like, why phobia even exists, and all of this stuff, like, mm-hmm. it's all fucked. I mean, everything just seems to have been created to continue racism, and, like... Yeah, what's interesting, um, in this article, they keep referencing Sabrina Strings um, after her 2019 book called Fearing the Black Body. They talked about how phobia was a concept conceived by colonists and confined by Enlightenment-era race scientists who did not discover but created the idea that Africans, or African women especially were gluttonous, lazy, ignorant, unable to control their, quote, animal appetites. Uh, Fat phobia precedes the medical establishment's concerns about excess weight by nearly 100 years. It's actually rooted in the transatlantic slave trade and Protestantism. The slave trade spreads the false notion of black voraciousness, while Protestantism rails against gluttony, preaching purity through restriction and temperance, Strings argues. Thus, thinness came to symbolize the highest ideals of white Western Europe, while fatness became a mark of both racial and moral impurity. And like slavery and Protestantism, this concept was laid into the foundation of white America. Fat phobia has been a has been leveled as a weapon against virtually every marginalized American population since colonization. Uh, String points out and states that generations of interracial sex in American colonies meant by the 19th century skin color was a poor was a poor sorting mechanism for determining race but fatness on the other hand was so fundamentally linked with blackness and culture and consciousness that simply being fat or not with thin became an indicator of radical inferiority yeah well here let me read this paragraph because i feel like that i found on um one of the articles that we'll probably end up posting to our Facebook page, um, they put it really well. So I'm just going to read this. In the eyes of many medical practitioners in the late 19th century, black women were destined to die off along with the white men of their race because of their presumed inability to control their animal appetites. 
eating, drinking, and fornicating. These presumptions were not backed by scientific data, but instead embodied the prevailing racial scientific logic at the time. Later, some doctors wanted to push black men to reform their aesthetic preferences, valorizing voluptuousness in black women. These physicians claimed val validated their unhealthy diets, behaviors, and figures. Today, the idea that weight is the main problem of, do of dogging black builds on these historical racist ideas and ignores how interrelated social factors impact black women's health. It also perpetrates a misinformed and damaging message about weight and health. Indeed, social determinants have been shown to be more consequential to health than BMI or health behaviors. But yeah, basically, there was no scientific data to back any of the shit that they said. It was all just racist scientists, basically, mm -hmm. and doctors and these people and they just created this image they they wanted black people to be perceived in like a really annoying way like just a gross way like i can't put it any other way mm -hmm. really like they keep they keep being quoted as like animals like yeah humans are animals or whatever we're all mammals but like fuck what the fuck like they're animal appetites no, not like that that. Just, yeah you eh. can't no that's just you can't say wrong animal appetites and like as a scientist fuck off yeah fuck off it's just so annoying and disturbing and sad yeah um but yeah so I we didn't want i really suggest to ignore that part of the whole thing sorry you froze so i got weird what was that <laughs> no that's okay you, i was gonna say i just suggest people read um fearing the black bodies by uh sabrina strings yeah it talks a lot about this and i've heard great mm -hmm. things we haven't read it yet but We've read a lot about it and stuff like that. So Right. And then she's she's a professor of sociology. So basically having that that background, that education in sociology, she has a lot of um good insights. So yeah, we suggest mm -hmm. you read that or at least read like a synopsis of her book like we've been doing. Uh, because it's it's super interesting. One. Uh two, it's super important to know and understand this background and this uh body positivity movement i feel like right that side of things just always gets washed out no matter what the topic is which is dumb as fuck so we just really wanted to make sure that we addressed that before we got into like the you do you boo boo like mm, rock that body right. stuff you know like right. <laughs> we wanted to make sure we we mentioned that first yeah like black women have been fighting for body right and but for everything this before for other people years and years and years before like, the white women came in and started being all positivity and taking over the yeah, movement when absolutely this has been a thing for years and years and years what was interesting is looking up kind of the word fat and like yeah using the word fat mm -hmm. historically like the word fat had lots of positive meanings like in the late 1300s mm -hmm. like fat was uh fertile or abundant and like the 1600s the word fat can mean wealthy or um affluent in like the 1920s like it was a wealthy person or especially a political one yeah that's like a a big thing when we're like in i remember from like my history classes like in school mostly about talking about men but like kings or whatever if they were fat you know it means that they were wealthy and they were doing well for themselves because they could afford mm -hmm. to just eat and gorge themselves on whatever so right yeah it's just um, crazy how it switched to and then in the 
what it is today. Yeah, the 1940s and 50s, it started switching. And like in March 1954, Life magazine featured an article called, quote, the plague of overweight, which characterized obesity as the most serious health problem today. The uprising of truth is that obesity is caused by gluttony and like all these things. Uh, so like it's fat and the connotation along with it started changing around the 1950s. But now what body positivity people are trying to do with the word fat is like reclaim it and talk about how using the word fat in a harmful way is not okay. Using the word fat in a shaming way is not okay. Using the word fat as an adjective, as a word it is, as a noun as that it is that is okay like fat is a noun fat is an adjective fat is not an insult Mm -hmm. and it's like time that we stop using it to harm people by treating their bodies like it's a bad word like when people are like you're not fat you're beautiful responses like this can be pretty harmful and toxic Mm -hmm. because you're associating fatness still with ugliness right and that in itself kind of makes you fat phobic yeah whether i mean and you probably don't realize that that is what you're doing because that's just so ingrained in our society it's Mm -hmm. you just need to be conscious and learn to not respond that way because it really does make fatness like seem like an ugly thing and Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so basically, fat is not an indication of value, health, beauty, or performance. Fat is not the worst thing that a human can be. I can think of a million worse things that a human can be. <laughs> right. It does not mean that you're unhealthy or lazy or stupid or dirty mm-hmm. or unworthy of love and respect, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you can be perfectly healthy and still like pe- be fat. <laughs> that drives me crazy. Yeah. What somebody's body, what you look at somebody and you just see them, you could not tell anything about their health by just looking at them. Yeah. You can't tell. Mm-hmm. You're not their doctor. You don't know their body. You don't know mm-hmm. what their genes are, what their family history is. You don't know anything yeah. about their mental and physical health by looking at them. So don't comment about it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Fat shaming and weight shaming can hurt people's health and well-being way more than you might even realize. Commenting on people's weight is something that I think like is a big part of it. I think even if your intention is to compliment somebody, you know, like, wow, you look great. You lost weight or things like that. Mm-hmm. Even if you intend on being nice or you're genuinely trying to give a compliment I would ask you to like pause and like step back and act, like think about what you're saying yeah. you know by saying oh I don't mean them I just mean my arms look bad no one else's like if somebody's in earshot and they still hear that it's still like a micro lesson that your arms have to be a certain size in order to be beautiful and if they're not it's bad quote-unquote bad like your arms are ugly or quote-unquote not good even just commenting on anyone's body in any size or anything can be really harmful you don't know skinny or big or middle or whatever you are 
you don't know if that person has have had a hard time with weight or food or anything in the past or in the future or currently. And so talking and bringing it up doesn't do anyone good. You know, if you're worried about someone else, why don't you try and be there for them and ask, is there any way I can support you? Um, You know, it's not your job to be in charge of someone else's body. Yeah. You know, comments on someone's body reflects almost your bias Mm -hmm. and not the person's health. You know, shaming and um, judging someone's body and health is not promoting healthy living. Like, shaming someone's body is often, scientists have figured, that is worse and um, doesn't help people with their weight or whatever it is is it almost makes it worse is when people comment things like that and stuff absolutely it doesn't help you know no it does not help and like so my mom has said things to me before like she doesn't mean it in a mean way she's looking out for me but she's just been like oh you've gotten a little bigger or whatever and like I know a lot of my friends growing up like in high school their moms would make comments about them and it's just like even someone that close to you and, like, related mm-hmm. to you should not be saying those things. No. It's so damaging. It's so hurtful. No. Like, the only thing I feel like a mom should say commenting on, like, their kid's body is, like, I don't know. You've probably seen, like, the cute videos. I don't know if you've seen what I'm talking about. There was what this was? one mom that calls her stretch marks, like, her unicorn something i don't know but like it makes her kid realize that it's like it doesn't have to be a bad thing like it's a good thing or whatever oh yeah yeah everyone pretty much has stretch marks um but yeah i don't know Mm -hmm. if that made sense either (laughs) but like watch yourself watch how you talk to people if you want to compliment somebody like try and flip the narrative from like wow you know oh have you lost weight or wow you look beautiful now or like you know things like that or whatever it is like flip the narrative and be like wow your smile lights up the room or I'm happy to see you or your laugh is contagious or like I'm inspired by the work you do and how much you care for others or I love spending time with you I love the way your brain works you make people feel so comfortable and welcome around you like there are so many other and better things if you want to give somebody a compliment than just their any type of thing about their body in general just avoid compliments about someone's physical appearance like it doesn't matter like you can say that someone looks beautiful or whatever i guess but like yeah it doesn't matter there's something else you'd like about that person that you can stay and said that doesn't right have to be about the way that they fucking look right instead of being like oh she's so skinny like yeah why do you even have to bring that up and also if they are skinny a that doesn't mean they're healthy and b that also doesn't mean they're not healthy and c like Mm -hmm. bringing up somebody's like weight and stuff shouldn't be a thing because like why does it matter it's their body and how they want to live in their body that's on them yeah for sure you know another big thing that just like makes me think about is like don't tell a fat person to eat a salad and don't tell a skinny person to eat a cheeseburger like oh those i don't understand when when people do that shit online like i see it almost every day i feel like all the time it's just so fucking heartless you don't need to do that one and like 
you don't know anything about those people or their bodies or like the way that they are in any way. Like I have some friends mm-hmm. that are like really skinny and it's just because they have super high metabolisms or they're athletes or whatever. They eat plenty of cheeseburgers. They eat so much more than <laughs> than you see people eating. So it's just like... Right. I hate when people do it both ways. It's terrible. Right. Like, you don't need to be doing that shit. Because it, it's harmful no matter who you are. Yeah. And it's like, I don't understand why we decide if we're going to accept somebody based on what their body looks like. Yeah. Which we, we mentioned almost every episode as well. Is like, why does the outside of someone matter? Like, we talk about it with skin color or whatever else. It's like, people are way more than what their body is. Like, this is just like a mound of cells and atoms and dumb shit on the outside that doesn't matter what matters is our brains my dude like chill Mm -hmm. and your weight and what your body looks like has so much to do with genes yeah and your family history and your mental and physical health at the time and weight fluctuates all the time and that is totally normal yeah yeah so like i wish we would be more okay as a society celebrating those diversities in our bodies Yeah, so, like, I know people comment on, like, people's heights and whatever, but it's very rare that, like, someone comes up to me and is like, you're 5'3", like, oh my god, like, you're so short. Mm. (laughs) Like, it's the same thing. We can't control how tall we are. We can't control our weight. Like, sure, to an extent, you can control your weight, but, like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) And then, like, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's genes. It's, like, how our bodies are. It's not what like anything else yeah shit is crazy right and like if you're privileged enough to have a doctor yeah you know talk to your doctor about your health for sure you know don't let some other person some dumb white bitch on the internet tell you you're ugly or fat or too skinny or whatever it is because Mm -hmm. they don't know your body you know you know your body the best not anyone else Mm -hmm. yeah um, I know that I always bring up dudes. No, bring this up. But yeah, I want to yeah, yeah. say that body positivity affects men too. People think of it as like a woman's issue, but it affects men for sure. So I found some statistics. Um, so 20%, 20, what was that? <laughs> 26% of men said that they weren't comfortable with their body. And they made statements such as, I would like to be less skinny. Only muscular men are portrayed in the media. Uh, men are always portrayed with six packs in male beauty and grooming advertisements. Um, I wish I had abs instead of a beer belly and all those things. And then like another one, 58% of men stated that they'd like to be a size medium with 96% of women wanting to be a size small. And then 33% of men agreed that content on social media made them feel negatively about their body in comparison to 72% of women. And then I wanted to bring up, um, Last year, I remember Sam Smith, who's, like, one of, like, the best singers Mm -hmm. ever, anyways. um, (laughs) He revealed that he had uh, liposuction at the age of 12, which blew my mind. I mean, there were some medical reasons why, but, but, like, this affects children. Like, little kids think that they're too fat or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, he said that the surgery didn't even, like, really help. Like, he just ended up gaining it all back. And, like, one of his quotes, guys don't speak about this much. Uh, men aren't supposed to cry or be emotional. Uh, but it doesn't feel manly to, like, whatever, be emotional. But 
basically he's trying to fight against that like you don't see a lot of guys like coming out about it but it's it affects them totally affects them so i just want to make Mm -hmm. sure that was addressed yeah for sure i'm glad we brought it up because i think it is easiest for bozzy bozzy (laughs) i think it is easiest for body positivity to be like to look at it as women Mm -hmm. because it's almost the same thing as of well men shouldn't be celebrated and looked at as beautiful and i think a lot of it too has was rooted in like back in media where women were made and told to get on diets and look at a you know certain weight and be a certain size and all those things because it was Mm -hmm. directed towards women now as we're more educated and further into the future we have realized how it does affect men the stats that we just said um yes the women uh are affected at a significantly higher rate i don't know it's just important to address right you say that but also like how many men won't even just talk about Absolutely. it because of the, the underlying connotations and everything? Yeah, whatever it is, connotation with it. You know, how many men probably won't even speak up about it? Yeah, and that's what we said last week, like with the sexual violence. Right. How many have gone unreported that we're not even we can't even talk about or use data on because so many aren't unreported? Yeah. Body dysmorphia can affect anyone, no matter what your gender is, and watching your language and how you go about the world and presenting yourself like matters yeah really Um, does uh and with like the state of the world right now and with quarantine we kind of want to talk about uh quarantine bodies a little too so like what is it that everyone keeps saying the quarantine 15 or something i don't know oh yeah everyone's gaining weight right now um, I've heard some dumb things like that. Yeah, lots of dumb things. Yeah. Uh, it's been hard on our bodies and it's been hard on our minds. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's affecting almost everyone right now. And I just, I don't want anyone to feel like worthless or whatever because they're gaining weight. But like, you're not going outside or hopefully you're not that much. Uh, like, you're just sitting around. What do you expect? Right. Like. Everyone is dealing with this. Right. Well, and even with just saying things like the quarantine 15 and Mm -hmm. stuff like that is like, be careful when you bring that up because that could be so harmful to people. If you and your family is making jokes, you don't know who is listening that just those jokes about uh, gaining 15 or like, uh, you know, whatever it is during quarantine, Mm -hmm. like even saying that is really harmful because it goes to show that you can't gain 15 pounds or it's, it's ugly or society thinks you're wrong or whatever it is, whatever bias they have against that, like weight fluctuating is very normal. And those jokes can be very, very harmful. Yep. This article at the end of it asked, is gaining weight during this difficult time truly one of the worst outcomes you could think of? Is propelling a new wave of diet culture and furthering human, um, humiliating fat bodies one of the narratives we want to remember for one of the most sobering experience of our lifetime? Like, why even is people's weight a topic right now when there are so many important things going on right now you know yeah and i mean big businesses are taking advantage of it i mean they already have like it's already like a 70 billion dollar industry with like all the products and like the programs Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Like all of them. I don't even the know. Like my mom used to be on like Weight Watchers, and like I, it's a huge. I know industry. there's so many more than that. Like it's just oh, such same. a thing, and people they don't go by Weight Watchers anymore. They go by WW. WW. <laughs> WW. <laughs> well, no, it really is, and it's diet culture and stuff is can be really harmful yeah. in a lot of different ways. For sure. Well, so let's talk about someone who was like the greatest human being and that would be lizzo <laughs> <laughs> right you can't talk about body positivity without talking about lizzo right now she i don't even know what all to say she's had she's, a lot of really good quotes yeah she's just so inspiring really like how how she has dedicated herself to helping women and mm-hmm. you know helping women accept their bodies and love themselves the way that she does you know, with all of her songs and her motivational quotes and stuff, it's just, it's nice to have that in your life, <laughs> especially if you've dealt with these things. Um, but yeah, so there was a mm-hmm. website or this article that we saw that had compiled like all of her big quotes and everything. I think it was interesting One of the when things they talked about. I wanted to talk about. Go. No, you're, I was going to bring up the one where, um, tiktok kept taking down her videos in the bathing suit yeah was that what you were just gonna mention yeah yeah that one was like driving me crazy all right you go and i tried to claim that like you know more about it they tried to claim that like it wasn't because of the reasons that it obviously was because of they were like we took it down because we thought it violated our guidelines but like okay whatever my ass Right. Like, you're not going to take down other videos of, like, skinny girls in swimsuits. Right. Yeah, I'm sure you were so worried about your guidelines. She was like, they allow videos with girls in bathing suits. I wonder why. Like, she, yeah. you know. She was like, TikTok, we need to talk. <laughs> I love her. Mm-hmm. I think, too, like, she released, and speaking on TikTok, she released another video that was, like, she was working out in it. Yes. And she was talking about, like, I'm working out to be the body type that I want to be for me. And you know what that body type is? Oh, none of your fucking business. <laughs> and I was like, ah, fucking go off. It isn't in you no Absolutely. one's business what your body type is to you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Way to go off. Yeah. Do what is best for your body. Work out for what you want to work out. Eat what is best for your body and makes you feel good in your body. And you know what? If you want to go eat that fucking pint of ice cream, go eat that pint of ice cream. Life is fucking short. Eat a pint of ice cream. That's what I was going to say. Life is so fucking short. Like, just do what you want. Live the way that you want to live. Life is so short. As long as it's not harming anyone else. Like, Mm -hmm. do it. Like, I mean, don't be a creepo, but like, do anything else that you want to do basically that's what i'm saying if somebody posts a picture of them in a swimsuit or some picture where they see more body or whatever it is that picture i guarantee is not for you to sit there and sexualize yeah just saying that here that's not why people post pictures you know that's not always Mm -hmm. why they it's not just made for you to sexualize like you know (sighs) start viewing people's bodies as beautiful and not as an object for you to Turn to your own pleasure. Yep. Boom. Um, one thing I want to mention before I move on from Lizzo is this quote because it goes with 
like one of the biggest things we always talk about and I, we've already addressed it here but basically she said i wasn't really given the opportunities or the privileges to feel like a sex symbol when i was growing up i was a fat girl in houston and didn't see myself in magazines so basically i mean without representation little kids are just feeling like shit all the time like we need a representation to be mm-hmm so much wider than it is and it's getting better for sure and she even addresses that it's getting better um but you know just like 20 years ago even and 10 years ago five years ago like it's been shit so i mean it's a good thing that it's growing but right yeah so many ways it's shown like in not even just media like Think about airplane seats and chairs and conference room Mm -hmm. or life vests or the size of your like your clothing stores that you go to in the mall only have certain sizes in the majority of all of the stores. So many like I remember as a kid that always being a really hard thing is going shopping because there was nothing. I like I was a tall, bigger girl, long arms, (laughs) long legs, thick that like when you go shopping, it's hard to find stuff that fit. There's no representation people of color or anything like that like yeah it's just crazy and that i mean that goes back to like when we were talking about like black lives matter like not every store carries products for that hair type and that's bullshit mm-hmm. or like band-aids that are for that skin tone it's just so dumb people are just so insensitive right real. to not carry that stuff in your store mm-hmm. like you need you've got to be in your own little fucking world mm-hmm yeah. I went to Target yesterday for the first time since like March, yeah, like before everything. quarantine mm-hmm. and everything. And I walked in and they had mannequins that weren't like the typical like super super skinny mannequins. Yeah. They were like they had multiple mannequins that were um bigger bodied mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yo! Yes, whoa, I love let's it. go." Like I, I was like it. beyond excited because I literally <laughs> have never seen that in Me 23 either. years of my life. Right. I've never seen a store that had a body that wasn't a mannequin that wasn't just the typical mannequin size. And I was like, right. go off Target. Let's yes, go. go off Target. I, I love like, Target. They've done so little many things like that. Things. Well, even so like they have the mannequins, but then also so like in their swimsuit section. You know, they have pictures of girls in swimsuits to, like, you can see what mm-hmm. they look like on a person. But they have, like, some of them have stretch marks. Some of them are bigger. And then, you know, they have, like, the tiny girls, too. They, like, make sure that they're, you know, showing everyone. Because, like, we don't want it to just be this body size. It's just, like, you need to be inclusive to every size because it's it's just a fucking body. Like, chill. So it's cool that they're showing, mm-hmm. like, everything. Like, I like it. It's making me happy. It's, like... Yeah. A positive way. I do too. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, and I remember as a kid too, the whole shopping thing was hard because like if you didn't fit in any of the typical sizes stores of all of them, you would have to go to one that like was a store that was made for plus size women or bigger people or blah, blah, blah. And then even that sometimes will be hard to even walk into those stores because that's like almost quote unquote admitting that you don't fit into the stereotypical size of what standard beauty is and like all those things, which is, you know, not, okay, not the right mental thinking, but like it happened. And like that as a kid, like that's a thing, like because stores don't have options and then you have to go to other ones and you feel even worse about yourself. Right. 
and stuff like that it's 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 a cycle for sure and then like if you think about like so i mean we both lived in like decent sized cities um so we had those those stores that were like for that but like i can't imagine being like in a small town and like there's literally nothing for you Mm. like that's something i've never thought about right like like you're not gonna find what is that one that's like the biggest one it's like morrissey's or something more torrid there's torrid yeah so we don't have in a small little town like you wouldn't find in a more rural area yeah you're not gonna find the stores that carry all that which is really sad Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is it is sad well and especially think about a time before we could order stuff online it's clear that things are changing for the better. Like, with like just looking through this research, there's so many mm-hmm. positive changes. And there's a lot more representation. But there still needs to be mm-hmm. a lot more. And we've got got more distance to, to run. <laughs> I don't know what people say. <laughs> well, and that thing, that, that article that was, like, in 2016, like, the average American woman is about the size, like, 14 to... yeah. 16 or whatever Mm -hmm. but then a plus size model is considered like size eight yeah (laughs) like no wonder media representation is so off right right and it's getting a lot lot better now but it was it's been so bad for such a long time it has and what's crazy too so i remember like when i would like go jean shopping in like middle school or whatever it's crazy so like every store you could be this like a size eight or whatever and like you go to a different store and their clothing isn't the same size so like you get that size and then you try to put it on and like you can't fit into it you know what i'm talking about like, literally and then you just feel like shit because of the way that society is and yes, once literally. you feel like shit but like it's just so fucked yeah like, i don't know literally I just remember that, like, really It's like sometimes you're a size extra, extra large and then in a pant and then you go to a different stores and you're, like, a size medium. And you're, like, yeah. where the fuck and how? Yeah, like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. How, how are these things labeled and, like... It's crazy. I don't understand that shit at all. I think, like, we can mention some body positive things. Like, to try and appreciate all that your body can do, you know. Remind yourself that true beauty is not simply skin deep. Mm-hmm. Look at yourself as a whole person. See yourself in the mirror and choose yeah. to focus on your mind and not a certain body part. Surround yourself with positive people who feel good about themselves and about mm-hmm. yourself. Shut down voices in your head that tell you your body's not right or that you're a bad person. Yeah. You know, do something nice for yourself. Something that lets you know that you appreciate your body. Take a bath. <laughs> Take a nap. Relax. Do some meditation. Also, like, I saw one quote when, like, looking up things to help you with your body positivity and they were, like, wear clothes that are comfortable, that make you feel comfortable and feel good about your body. And I liked that one because I resonate with that one. Because once I started doing more with, like, choosing to wear things that I liked or make me feel good about myself, Mm -hmm. it definitely boosted my confidence and, like, the boosted the love I had for my body Mm -hmm. because I you know 
if, if as simple as like a new shirt that you really like and you put on and then wearing that makes you feel more confident yeah, confident for sure and that makes me feel better about myself and my body I think can go a long way and like I will say that like trying to do all these things to bot help your body positivity or feel better about yourself is like way easier said than done yeah like loving yourself and your body can be a long and this is not to scare anyone away from doing this but it can be a long and hard journey to look in your inner self and accept your inner self and who you are and then once you do that then you might be able to look forward and accept who everybody else is and what their bodies are and how they are in the world you know yeah I mean yeah so all of that um one of the the biggest things I can say that's helped me wish we have on here is become a critical viewer of social and media messages so I would start with you know unfollowing anyone that makes you feel like shit (laughs) you know like block the people Mm -hmm. that bother you or mute them like if you don't want Like, if it's on Facebook, you can always mute people if you don't want to see their posts. But then, like, I'm mostly talking, like, Instagram. Like, Mm -hmm. unfollow those people that just make you feel like ass. And then, you know, follow activists, writers, Mm -hmm. you know, black creators, artists, comedians. Like, people that are going to make you feel better and, like, Mm -hmm. boost your confidence. And then... More accepting. Like, you can always... Yeah, and you can always, like write letters to advertisers or companies that you know their images aren't great or like comment on Mm -hmm. don't make anyone feel like really bad like you don't need to hate on people but like you know you can always comment or message them privately even and be like you know this might not be like what you should be posting like yeah or be like these worms were harmful yeah maybe here's a different way to say something stuff like that the you said, uh, oh, unfollowing people on media. I have definitely done that. Yeah. Like, even people who I know personally who may have gotten into one of those dieting things with all of the pills and all of those things, yeah. which you know, I have unfollowed people because of constant po- posting about losing weight and, like, all of these things because it, they can be harmful to look at every day yeah. and feel it for yourself and people saying that you have to keep losing weight to be this ideal beauty or whatever it is which is 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 not necessarily true that you need to look be a certain size or look a certain way or have this certain body type to be beautiful or to be worth living or be worth who you are you know your weight doesn't determine who you are or your value as a human being on this earth for sure so when I, I think when we were like in in middle school and in high school, this message of body positivity wasn't as much of like a thing as far as like mainstream media. It was all like, no, you know, little models and different things. And so I personally struggled with disordered eating and like all sorts of stuff. And there was this one time that I subscribed to like these diet pills for a second and it was like $90 and I canceled it pretty quickly, but I took them and like, they Mm -hmm. didn't fucking do anything. Like they don't fucking do anything. Like, and I was like, I don't even know how old majority of the time. It's just a pyramid scheme. 16, maybe 16. That's like young to like hate yourself. Like, I mean, it's just crazy. So, like, 
I feel better for like like my sister who's um she's a sophomore in high school question mark I think she's a sophomore um but like they they get they have access to more people promoting positive things so it is getting a lot better but be one of those voices is what I would say like make sure you're being someone who is like promoting this message of body positivity like you don't have to post like swimsuit pictures if you don't want to or whatever but just like make sure you're paying attention to the way that you're speaking and the way that Mm-hmm. you talk about other people Language it's gonna really important it's gonna be how you talk about yourself so like don't comment on someone else's weight you're gonna do that same thing to yourself and they don't need to hear that shit and you mm-hmm. don't need to feel that way so yeah that's one thing i will say <laughs> mm-hmm. no yeah i agree like you put the you put this thing down here it's like that i like um it says think of someone you love respect and are grateful to have in your life now think of three to five things you love and respect about that person what makes them special to you and then what number on that list was their gene size or how much they weigh (laughs) which is like such a good thing Mm -hmm. to say like it's not on that list don't lie (laughs) you need to like treat yourself how you would treat someone else yeah unless that's really badly and you're a shitty person right then don't treat yourself that way but (laughs) (laughs) don't treat yourself that way yeah (laughs) uh the yeah, I mean, if, if if that is your first response, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask you why. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, why that is. Mm-hmm. But for real, that's such a good question. Because if you it ask is. it out of anywhere, like, what's what makes someone special to you? I don't think weight would be on that mm-hmm. list. Hopefully not. Nope. We're gonna post a link for phone number that you can call in any time and it's a free talk with specialist um completely confidential and you can call about eating disorders or mental illness or anything you're going through uh this is a free like hotline number you can call because it's very important to take care of yourself and your loved ones and your family so watch out for anyone we're gonna post links for um some we found some cool women bozzy bozzy god damn it (laughs) we're gonna post some more links for like women body positivity like websites Mm -hmm. like we found some really cool women who blog about it and stuff like that yeah we're gonna post links about the racist past of where even fat and all of all of this started yep um, we're going to post some links about, um, watching your language and commenting on bodies and stuff like that. But when in doubt, love yourself. <laughs> I'm kidding. So, okay. Sorry, you were frozen. What happened? Hello. Are you there? Hi. <laughs> Do you hear me? <laughs> All I yelled was love yourself. And then you were like dead silent. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I love that though. That's hilarious. It's I like guess only I'll love myself. <laughs> I guess I'll just love myself. Honestly, that's hilarious. Cricket. Okay. <laughs> Check our social medias. Um, and yeah. Love yourself. Chirp, chirp. Stop sexualizing people's bodies when they're not meant to sexualize. Start being supportive of people's yeah. body because everyone is beautiful no matter what you are or what you look like or Absolutely. what size your body is. You're beautiful. 
for mm-hmm. who you are and your brain and your self-worth. Yeah. You are worthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it. I hope you can grow and believe it too if you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe, yeah. I believe, I believe. I'm all about it. I feel like I want to be like Oprah and be like, and you are beautiful. And, and you, you are beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> and you, you're going to be beautiful. And you're you're going to be beautiful. Like, I'm broke. I can't give you anything. But like, you're beautiful. <laughs> and you are beautiful. I can give you my words. Yes. Goodbye. I love you. We call See you time. next week. Bye.